breaking. This is breaking news. Breaking news from the Athletic. How about them Cowboys? Indeed. This is Kent Garrison from About Them Cowboys, and I am joined by Cowboys beat writer Father John Mishota. How you doing on this Monday, John? Staying busy? I am. A lot of Cowboys news here to pass along. There is. And let's get that started right now. Of course, the big thing, Dak Prescott gets franchise tagged. John, is this a surprise to you at all? Well, no. Him getting the franchise tag is not a surprise. Uh, both sides are just haven't been close uh, on a deal, and it didn't sound like any momentum had had really changed too much over the last few weeks. Um, you know, th- there was a long period where the two sides didn't even talk. You go from September, right when the season started, uh, all the way up until the combine, there were really no negotiations in between there, and so uh, it's just clear that the two sides are pretty far apart, and so. That's why the franchise tag is is in place, is so you can use it in a situation like this. And you know, listen, Dak Prescott was never going anywhere, um, so that him getting that tag is not a surprise. Now it gives them until July fifteenth to ne- negotiate a long term deal. What's interesting about it, though, is that you know Dak has a position now where he could sit there and choose not to sign it. He could uh, the tag he could choose not to show up to any of their voluntary workouts. But where we are right now with the coronavirus and how um, so many things have been being shut down that there's no guarantee that they're even going to have any off-season workouts. So um, it's interesting to see where this goes from that standpoint um, because we don't know when football is going to pick back up. And so, um, no, this isn't a surprise. The The surprise is, is that Amari Cooper is now uh, an unrestricted free agent. Exactly. And when you look at what Dak made uh, in his rookie contract, which I think was like $400,000 a year or something like that, and the 2019 uh, franchise tag for quarterbacks was 24.8 million. So you got to think that he, if they don't, I guess, get to a long-term deal, that he's probably pretty happy playing on a franchise tag for a season, considering the amount of money he's going to be making there. Well, he is a guy that played through a one-year contract basically last year, right. and he played his had his best season. So that is one of those things where you you, you can tell that may maybe it's not going to be hard for him to play in this situation and in, in, in essentially a one-year deal with that being said, I think all of us just assume, and maybe Dak assumes this too, that, well, Hey man, I've played all 16 games the last four years. I'll play all 16 games again. I'm a big dude. I'm sturdy. You know, I've, I've had some injuries, but I've been able to play through them. Like, like I'm fine. But at the same time, you know, the NFL is a dangerous business. And so, uh, you know, just playing on under one-year deals, no player really wants that. You know, I, I think Dak would prefer to have at least a four-year deal and, and have some stability there uh, locked in and, and more guaranteed money. But, yeah, I mean, believe me, playing 30, it's going to be somewhere between 31 and $33 million if he has to play under the exclusive tag. If that's the case, hey, that's a good amount of money for one season. But, but ultimately, that's not what he wants. He wants a long-term mm-hmm. deal where he's getting that type of money every single season. Let's talk about Amari really quick. The Cowboys obviously want to bring Amari back. What are you hearing on that front? Yeah, they're working on it. The pro- The problem is, though, is that they don't have very much leverage now with this new collective bargaining agreement. They don't have the two tags to potentially use uh, like they would have under the old collective bargaining agreement. And so th- you knew one was going to Dak. He was never going to be let go. He's their number one priority. So 
Um, I thought that there was going to be a chance in these last couple of days where they would have worked out something long-term with Amari Cooper. He clearly likes playing with Dak Prescott. He likes being with the Cowboys, uh, but he also likes money, and he's going to get a better chance of getting more money now going down to the open market, and that's a that's a scary place to be for the Cowboys because uh, um, I don't know that they're going to come in there and be the highest bidder for Amari Cooper. So if some team comes out of... Who knows who it would be? Most people didn't think he was going to make it to free agency. So there could be a team out there willing to give him, make him the highest pay receiver in the game. I don't know that the Cowboys are going to do that. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. You know, they traded they traded a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. So if they lose him on, on the free agency market, then you really only got a season and a half out of them. Now, they thought that those were going to be two seasons where they could potentially make a Super Bowl run, and he obviously helped them. But you don't trade a first-round pick for a season and a half. They thought that they would be getting – uh, that season and a half and another, you know, three, four years of an extension at least. And so uh, this is this is probably the most interesting development today. Absolutely. Well, another interesting development actually breaking while we are recording this. Uh, Josina Anderson saying that the Dolphins, Jets, Raiders and Eagles have all shown interest in cornerback Byron Jones. What do you think ultimately ends up happening there with Byron? It's interesting from the standpoint of the NFC East. Uh, I would not rule out uh, him potentially, you know, maybe joining the Eagles. I'm mm-hmm. sure that there will be some interest from the Giants with Jason Garrett over there now. Um, I'll just tell you this. From being at the Combine, I just really didn't get the sense that, that, that the two sides were really close on what they were going to get. You know, uh, I, I think that the Cowboys wanted to bring Byron back in kind of a bargain deal. And Byron's looking at, hey, I'm the top corner in this free agency class. And I've seen the reports out there, $16, $18 million a year to be one of the highest, if not the highest paid uh, DBs in NFL history. Cowboys weren't getting close to that. And so when I started hearing that stuff, I, I almost took it for granted to just write it off. I wasn't even thinking of Byron being part of their plans going forward. And so when I see stuff like like you just said, it doesn't really surprise me. He's going to go to the highest bidder, and, and, and good for him. Um, but uh, I, I, you just get the sense that the Cowboys don't feel like he's he's worth that kind of money. Yeah, if the Cowboys lose Amari Cooper and lose Byron Jones, it's really going to make it interesting to see what they do with that 17th overall pick, whether they go receiver, maybe you got to go DB there. It'll be definitely an interesting couple of weeks here in Cowboys Nation. Thank you so much, John Mishoda, for, for joining me here on this breaking news update. We're going to have a full episode of About Them Cowboys coming later this week to break down more free agency action. But stay tuned to The Athletic for breaking news. Pretty much every team, we're going to be having some breaking news coming on all fronts, all across the written and audio portions. But if you want 40% off The Athletic, you can hit up our link at theathletic.com slash aboutthemcowboys. That gets you access to all of our coverage across all our platforms and our free agency coverage. Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon.